Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. I have got to play this noise for you. This is the noise that I promise you I hear every night in the middle of the night. If I'm up, I do. It doesn't always make me up. Sometimes it does, though. I swear my house is haunted, and when you hear this noise, I don't think you're going to be able to argue the fact anymore, but I'm just glad I finally captured it on tape. So we'll get to it today on the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. Hello, my name is Steve Kramer. Welcome to it. Thank you for being here, especially if you're first time. Awesome. You've been here for now 24 episodes, even awesomer. It's a podcast I created when I was going through my divorce and my mom uh, used to send me these motivational text messages every day. And one day I posted one online and it went viral and helped a lot of people. So when I lost my radio job, I said, hey, why not turn this into a podcast? And I think the words that she have can really change your life. They have for me. So let's start every episode by talking to her. Hi, mom. Hi, honey. I guess there's always something to be thankful for because while we're here in San Diego, we're sitting here today. It's actually hot. I think it got up past 80 today, which in San Diego thing, it terms is wow. unforgivable. Yes. Um, the, the, every, the joke here is that like, if it gets over 75 or under 65, we kind of freak out and it's true. Like I was walking <laughs> Kiki earlier and I was like, man, this is so hot. <laughs> 80 degrees. And I lived in Phoenix for two years. And for right. some reason, I don't know if I've become spoiled over here. <laughs> You've had rainy weather today, though, so I guess I really can't complain over here. No, but, you know, I love rain. Yeah. So I've been a happy camper today. I, uh, I'm i going to take my temperature here in a couple of minutes. I don't feel good today. <clears throat> and, of course, the first thing I do is think it's coronavirus. Uh-oh. Um, I thought I was dehydrated, but now I've got, like, a sore throat, and I'm like, ooh. So um, mm. you have to carry the whole show today. You have to do all 30 minutes by yourself. <laughs> well, this will be the last show. <laughs> This that would be, be interesting. A whole show by yourself. The, oh no! This would that would be the end of you. No. Uh, <laughs> by the way, Mom's got her own little five-minute show on. Uh, it releases on Sunday mornings. And do you have any idea what you're going to talk about yet? Not a clue. For this week. Not a clue. Um, I'm, I'm trying to coach her a little bit onto like what exactly to be talking about because it's it's up to you. Like I leave it up to you, but. Um, <laughs> I'm like, it's up to you, but if, but if you don't talk about something I like, then you're in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> You'll totally get like, cut for the week. You did not like my Earth Day podcast. I, I didn't. It's not that I didn't like it. I just felt like it didn't really fit the theme of this show, which is kind of like self-development and like mm. – um, so I just – I gave her some constructive feedback. <laughs> yes, you did. Maybe – to like development stuff and mm-hmm. like like think of my sister my sister's 30 think mm-hmm. of her like as your audience like does do you think that maggie would care about earth day tips probably not okay so that's like a good maybe call her and <laughs> run it by her and if she likes it then maybe it's maybe it's a good idea <laughs> well i'm still learning i'm always learning no no you're great and we've, right? and we've officially hit like one month so that's really cool Ooh, i mean it's kind of is this by. the one month mark uh, technically Wednesday was, but, oh. but yeah, this will be, this will be a month. So you've, you've been a whole month podcaster now. My goodness. Well, wonders ever cease. <laughs> I'm going to spend this weekend going through the surveys to figure out, you know, are we going to take this, um, podcast, you know, for three days a week or maybe once a week or maybe every day, depending on how it goes. So, uh, today technically will be it's the 24th today so today will be like the last day i'm gonna take surveys so make sure that you go take the survey it's survey.certifiedmamasboy.com but mom this will be like your first 
feedback. Like in radio, we do things called focus groups. It's just like anything else, but it's really awkward because you would walk into a room and you would sit down and you basically have to like read comments about how much people either love you or hate you. And you're sitting there with like all your bosses and people like, Oh yeah, this, this guy sucks or it's, it's real. It's a real interesting situation. So, um, tomorrow me reading through the results won't be too crazy, but I don't expect a lot of negative feedback on you. Hmm. I hope not. I'll go through. We'll go through some of the comments on uh, on Monday, so you can kind of hear hear some of them. I doubt I'll find one in the uh, in the negative, but there is there is a Target gift card included uh, for one winner. So make sure you take the survey to either today or this weekend. I would really appreciate it. It's survey.certifiedmamasboy.com, and then next week will be kind of the new layout, the new format of uh, of the show. Okay, so I need some real mom advice today. This is typically how it go in real life. If I'm having a hard day, I would call my mom and. Say, listen, help me to like talk me through this situation because my mom can always find the positive in any situation. And I feel like there's going to be a lot of people going through this. And I don't know if radio is the only industry that does this or not. So this may mean nothing to anybody else but me. And it's going to be a reoccurring theme that you'll see uh, the last couple of weeks through this podcast is that I, I get up for these radio jobs and I am told, you know, like, Hey, yeah, we like you. And I go visit the city and things seem pretty good. And then, yeah, we'll get back to you. And then uh, time goes by, you know, a week or two, or in this case is like about a month. And I just see it in the radio trades. They hired somebody else and not me. And I, I'm just wondering, because it happened again today, and I'm trying to like let it go, but I'm having a hard time. Like, am I just garbage? <laughs> mm. It's just hard to like see it happen time and time and time again. And you don't hear back from the radio station typically. It's just more like, okay, boom, there's the other news, and that's it. So I don't know. I just I'm just struggling with it today. Mm. Well, no one likes rejection, right? But you have to think about it. First of all, I wish that people were more humane about calling people and telling and giving them some feedback. That right. would be really helpful for someone to say to you, you know, we didn't choose you because of ABC, whatever that is, because not only would you grow from that, but you could feel better about it. Sure. Because it, again, it's what you don't know that that's, part of the hurt, right? And the rejection. It's- and I did reach out to one member of the team and and they said um, it, that it's it wasn't anything personal, that uh, I forget word for word, but it, it, there was nothing that I could, I could like grasp from that I did anything wrong or didn't do anything right. But we always take it personally, don't we? We always yeah. think there's something wrong with us when in fact it could have been that there was just someone else that was a better match. I mean, it could be a hundred things, right? Right. But we always think it's us. We always think we did something wrong. There's something wrong with us. We could have done better. We could have, you know, I mean, did you do the best you could? Yeah, I think so. Okay. And were you pleased with your performance? Uh, Yeah, for more or less. I, I, you know, I can go back and second guess any of it. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> I wish I would have said this. I wish I would have done this. I wish I could have done this or whatever. Right. But you did well enough. You did well enough. And you've got to just be okay when it's not you. But it's not necessarily about you. 
It's about right. the job. It's about the fit. I mean, maybe that was a, was that a country station? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, maybe they had someone come in that had only done country that was local, you know, that had a following. I mean, who knows? It could be a million different things. But I think that we have to move on and just know that we're okay, that you're okay. You did your best. Well, I, like I said, I already talked to one member of that team and, you know, she mm-hmm. was she was pleasant about it and she's she's a friend of mine. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I mean, it just, she, it just is what it is. It's just so many rejections and you're kind of like, okay, like I got rejected in January. It's like, it's fine. And then like February, it's fine. Like here we are. It's, it's just been three months and I'm like, okay, like how many... How many rejections can one human get? (laughs) But you have to trust that that was not right for you. Yeah. That the job that's right for you is still out there and it's coming your way at just the right time. We're going to have to do like 17 different podcasts to be able to uh, to keep this keep my household afloat over here, like to seventeen different versions of this podcast, we'll do like uh, here's mom's uh, cooking podcast, and here's my podcast on the Bachelor, and here you know it's gonna be a whole network of podcasts just to <laughs> get my sister and my dad can have his own his own side one and. This whole family needs to be a little podcast family, you know? You know what? We all just have to do the best we can do right now just to get through it, right? Yep, 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 yep. yep, And what this too shall pass. Right. This too shall Uh, pass. We were talking before we started recording today about this article you found, which I thought was really cool during this time because I think a lot of people – here we are. We're – I mean, for us, it's like a month in and I – uh, it's just starting to like drain a lot of people when mm-hmm. we're talking about being in isolation or being self isolated or quarantined or whatever the term is. And you found a cool article today. And I think the theory is, is, is pretty because especially parents and your kids are at home. Mm-hmm. I feel like you probably need to hear this. Mm-hmm. So it was a great op-ed in the Washington post today and it was written by a um, professor, and of course, her grad students are all meeting on Zoom right now. And at the start of every class, she would ask how everyone was doing. And on that particular day, um, one student said that honestly, they were having trouble focusing on their schoolwork, and almost immediately, every other head agreed that they were having trouble with that. And that's when she decided that normalizing was the wrong approach. She said normally she would be encouraging her students to challenge themselves, to work their creative and intellectual edges, but not now. So on that particular morning, she just put her notes aside and she spoke from her heart. And she said, I told my students the rule of thumb that I'm now using to measure the success of each day good enough. Mm -hmm. My teenage children are eating too much sugar and spending endless hours playing video games. And I'm doing little to supervise your schoolwork. My house is a mess. I'm not getting as much writing done as I'd like. I've been living the same pair of black leggings for going on three weeks. But when the anxiety about all I'm doing begins to creep in, I remind myself that whatever I'm doing is good enough time. And she explained to her students that now it was just going to be 
good enough time. Yeah, I feel like that's uh, that's got to be the the kind of the norm right now, right? Good enough. Like, yes. what are we doing? That's like just and, and to be okay with it being just good enough. Right. Exactly. There, there are so many things I look at my life. I'm like, I am just really falling apart over here. Especially like when I like I, I literally have not put on any type of um, structured pant. In <laughs> six weeks, you know, I've yeah. got on pajama pants, I've got workout pants, nothing that doesn't have elastic in it because I don't even really want to know know the truth. <laughs> if you could get into them, yeah, yeah, it's well, just good enough. Like it's, it's, just, it's good enough. My body's just good enough right now. It's good enough. <laughs> it is. It's you know? just good enough. I mean, there. I mean, whatever it takes to get us through this. You know, I find for me that if I still keep to some kind of a schedule. I do fine. So I, I kind of stay on my same routine. But we have to be kind to ourselves and give ourselves some slack. Our kids are going to be fine. They'll they'll learn from us, you know, how to manage these times and learn to be okay with just being good enough sometime. We need to give ourselves permission and lighten up on ourselves. And I think that'll help you too with this this job search to know that this is a crazy time. Yeah, but people are getting jobs. That's the frustrating part for me. I'm like, okay, so before it was like, we're everyone's going to be on hold because of the coronavirus, and then um, it's like, okay, well, now apparently it's everyone. But your, it really applies. Your job hasn't come along yet. Just it's fine. Be patient. Just be patient. It's fine. It's fine. So that's fine. going to be our quote for today is from this professor whose name is Lisa Servon from uh, University good. of Pennsylvania. And it's, you don't have to be great right now. Good enough. We'll do. That's right. And we'll all be fine. Well, we'll see. We will. <laughs> to be continued. <laughs> we will. Well, I love you. I don't think we're going to do mom's movie review on Monday. Okay. I think there's probably a better use of, uh, of of time, and I'm not sure what it is yet. But I, unless the reviews come back in that people just love it, I feel like there's got to be a better segment that we can do okay. in that time slot than the movie reviews. So make sure you are taking the survey again. It's survey.certifiedmamasboy.com. Today is the last day, the 24th. And um, any big plans for the weekend? No, just sitting at home. <laughs> just another day of quarantine. All right. Well, I love you. I'll talk to you on Monday. Love you forever. Yes. I don't know if we're going to go for 30 minutes today. I don't feel good. Actually, I just brought my thermometer in here because I want to see, am I just being a hypochondriac or do I have coronavirus? That's the only two options right now. Um, and now, oh, here it goes. Okay. So. I'm going to push it on my tongue and see. The chance I'm just being dramatic, so. Okay, 97.2. Just being dramatic, everybody. Just being dramatic. It's fine. Every time anything feels weird, I'm like, it must be the coronavirus. That's the only option. That's the only option it must be. Hypochondriacs, I feel you. I feel you out there. Okay, when we get back, um, I got to play this voicemail for you. You're an asshole. <laughs> it feels good to say that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's how we're going to wrap the week up, everybody. Uh, plus, we got to play that sound I heard in my house. I, re- I did record it, and uh, like, it doesn't sound like a door. 
It doesn't sound like footsteps. I don't know what this sound could be that I hear every morning at 2 a.m. I'll play it for you next on the Certified Mama's Boy podcast. So am I an asshole? We started the week like that, and we're going to end the week like that, too, because I literally want your feedback. Uh, If you're new to the podcast, we kind of spent the week questioning that, and I really did want your your real opinion on it because – I don't know that I am or that I'm not. I told you that one of the guys that I used to work with doesn't return any of my messages anymore. And then we heard from Hula earlier this week that uh, that my old co-host said I was an asshole. And I explained the whole story of what I did. And you were able to like hear it out. You could be the jury. Was I or was I not? So I thought we'd go through some of the phone calls this uh, – I don't want to say this morning when you're on this podcast right now. Hi, Kramer. This is Lisa calling from Phoenix, Arizona. Long-time loyal listener from the 530 Club. I'm just calling about today's show, and no, you are not an asshole. It was nice to hear some validation to what a lot of us listeners thought went down with Nina D. Um, You were not an asshole in that situation. Keep up the good work. We love hearing from you, and we love hearing about Mama. Bye. You know, I'll say it again. I didn't have a terrible relationship with Nina while I was there. I mean, it wasn't like the strongest, but we were we were friends, decent friends until just the end. So anyway, next call. Hello, Kramer. This is Isabel. I am calling you from San Diego. I listen every morning to every single episode from podcast. You're an asshole. <laughs> it feels good to say that. <laughs> Sorry, I had to. Only because, of course, I've been listening to you ever since you came to San Diego, Channel 9 3 with Gina, blah, blah, blah. But sometimes I would drive to work listening to you, and sometimes I would say, dude, you sound like an asshole. Because sometimes your wording or the, your demeanor towards, especially Cyrus, which is maybe why he's not responding to your messages, but. Yeah, you kind of were a little douchey. However, I kind of liked it. It's your personality. It's you. Not that you're an asshole, but sometimes you're entitled to be. You're allowed to be in my world just because I love you. Can't wait to listen to you tomorrow. Yes, I want to keep listening to you every single day because you brighten my day. And mom, oh my gosh, mom, please, a saint. Love her. So have a good night. Love you. Bye. I don't know that I am an asshole. I just think that I had to be the shit stirrer on the show. Um, I think everyone's got that friend, right? That has to like just mix things up a little bit, make it more exciting. You know, when I first started listening to the morning show before I got there, I just used to think there was not a lot of conflict on the show. Like nobody really had a difference of opinions. And so I knew that I really wanted to bring that to the table. I'll tell you the one time that I really like that I can think of that I knew I was pushing buttons. and I didn't really care this much. Actually, two times. I'll tell you two quick stories. Okay. Um, number one was the first time I remember really like stirring the pot was when I said that parents, when they go out to dinner with their families, that they shouldn't drink, that if you have to like drive your kid around and it started because I was over at Phil's barbecue over here in San Diego, this little barbecue place, obviously this is before I went vegan and there was a family sitting there drinking that had all their kids with them. And then I saw the, the dad order two beers and I was like, okay. And that's or three beers. And the mom had like two glasses of wine. And I was sitting there thinking like, 
Now, it doesn't seem responsible. Now, I'm not a parent, so I can't really tell people how to parent their kids. But I know that sitting there, I really felt uncomfortable. So I the in radio, you know, there's nothing that can like get people more fired up than telling parents how to be parents when you're not a parent. Like I know that's going to be an instant home run because it's going to just drive parents crazy. So yes, yeah, so I went on the air and I wish I still had that bit because people got really mad. The next time that I knew, and it's always it's always with parents how to do it. It was, I think, um, whichever the Kardashian is that had the baby recently and then she was found out partying. And I basically took the same concept and I said, parents should not party once they have kids, like people who have kids should not go out and party. And people are like, well, if we had babysitters. And I'm like, well, what happens if something happened? You had to take your kid to the emergency room. And you weren't going to be in the right place. Now, did I really care that much? No, not really. But it was an interesting conversation. And to get so people so fired up, is just, just kind of fun. All right, this is cool. You know what I like about this is I never know who listens to the podcast, right? Like I don't uh, like blast in the past. So this is my actually very first morning show that I ever did was in – uh, Statesboro, Georgia. It was at my college. It was called, uh, I think it was, I don't know if it was called the morning buzz with Steve Reed and Rowan. I, I was Steve. And then we had Jason Reed and, um, this girl named Brittany Rowan. And I haven't talked to her in forever. Jason and I were, were, were good buddies though. And I, but I haven't talked to him face to face in years. I didn't know he listened to the podcast, but then we got this Kramer. This is Jason. I've been listening to you since your grand old days at the world-famous 91.9 The Buzz. And by listening, I mean I worked for you, so I had no choice but to uh, hear your lovely voice. You may also know me as The Reed from Steve Reed and Rowan, the highly acclaimed morning show on 91.9 The Buzz. Just wanted to say you're not an asshole. So I guess this is true in any industry, but especially in broadcasting, like, you only got one shot to get it right, whether it's comedy, whether it's news, whatever you're doing, especially if you're live, you got to get it right. So, of course, there's going to be a lot of pressure, and especially the person who's the face of said broadcast, there's a lot of pressure to get it right. So if somebody doesn't get it right, emotions are high, and, you know, sometimes you get a little asshole-ish, but you got to shake it off, especially if you're working in broadcasting. You know the drill. You only got one shot. So keep up the good job. Keep being a quote-unquote asshole, and uh, we'll be listening here in uh, the great state of Georgia, the metro Atlanta area, and all points in between. Take care. So am I an asshole? I don't – I mean, it's hard for me to say. I don't. Can we just go with not an asshole, maybe just a shit stir sometimes? <laughs> Okay, we'll get to that uh, noise in my house here in just a couple of seconds. Uh, before we do, though, let me remind you, Monday is going to be a big show because we're going to do uh, Monday Cheese May. And what that's going to entail is me telling you the story of – well, I, let me tell a backstory for those that don't know what happened. Is I teased it on the Uncensored podcast that we used to do, and I teased it on the air, too, that – I had the opportunity arising that was going to be really big for me and really exciting. And then when I um, I was like 90% sure it was going to happen at that point, spoiler alert, it didn't happen. But if it did, it was going to be like just really good for the show. Just a lot of we can like make fun with and play with. And I was really excited. For me, it would have been like one of those life-changing moments. I think I would have looked back on and been like, wow, it would have been big for the show. It would have been big for my life and just, uh, just to laugh at. Um, so Monday that big secret gets revealed. Okay. 
So let me take you back now because if you're new to the podcast, I'm pretty sure my house is haunted. And the story stem actually let me insert scary music here. Yeah, this is better. Okay, so my house is literally 90 uh, 95 years old, okay? And I know for a fact that two people have died in this house. They were 97 and 99. It was two previous owners. And so it's always felt kind of eerie to me. And I've always wondered, like, is this place, like, could they still be here because of certain things that have happened? Most recently that we talked about, the biggest one was when I told you that I was coming down the hallway to go into the guest bathroom. I forget why I was using the guest bathroom, not the master bath. But I had turned around really quick and I saw a figure walk by. And I thought maybe it was my now ex-wife going uh like like leaving for work but like she already left i think but then i was like i said her name i was like shannon and she didn't answer so i walked back down the hallway looked to the right which can see out to the street and her car lights are on and she pulls away and i was like oh my god but i saw I me mean, it was for sure a human figure big enough to like make a you know it, it couldn't have been anything else in my mind okay I told you recently that the front door just slammed out of nowhere a few weeks ago. I didn't open the door. I was like, hello, is anybody there? No response. And I told you too that I've been getting these really weird uh, booms, bangs in the middle of the night. But they only happen between two and three o'clock in the morning. And sometimes I wake up and and sometimes I don't, but if I'm up for some reason, like sometimes I don't sleep well and I'm up and I guarantee you between two and 3 AM, I hear some kind of boom noise and it's not just like the ice machine or, uh, you know, something else going on. I mean, I'm going to play this noise for you because this is, this is the noise. So last night I got the idea. Let me leave my microphone running and let me see if I can pick this noise up for you. And so I did, I started at about nine, 10 ish. And I let it run all night long. So my recorder doesn't show me like what time it actually did, but I did it nine ten. And I can see like the wave file. It probably doesn't mean anything to you, but like the you know how audio can like be visual for me to edit. I can see exactly when it like the noise happened. I don't have the, the time marker, but if I started it around nine ten, and then on my file this happened four hours and ten minutes into it. So that was like one forty. So I guess it was a little earlier than usual. But what the hell is this? Listen. I'm going to play it a couple more times in a loop here. Yeah, like, that's not footsteps. That's not a door closing. That's not, like, that's like a boom. And I, not, there's no cabinets are open when I come out here. Um, you know, sometimes I used to think it was the baby gate. I keep a baby gate up for my dog Kiki. And I thought maybe that was going to be it. But no, like nothing changes. Nothing happens except these booms. And even if I come out and look, there's nothing there. So I want your best educated guess of like what the fuck <laughs> is that? 888-Kramer8. 888-Kramer8. All 
right, let's get to the good news of the coronavirus, shall we? So at the end of every show, I put in good news that's happening with the coronavirus. We don't hear a lot of the good news. We just hear the crappy news, right? So um, what I do is I try to scour the internet and find the good stuff to share with you because you need to know that like, people out there doing good things during this time too. There is an Iowa woman. Her name is Debbie Siggings, who she started making these cloth masks for healthcare workers because her hospital had a shortage of them, right? But then like her friends and her family said like, can I, can you make one for us? And uh, she's like, I got I got a gift to this. So her initial goal was to donate 100 masks to medical workers. But then after all these requests, she ended up making 400 masks. And since she can't really like pass them out neighbor to neighbor, she made this giving tree outside of her house where she'd go hang them almost like Christmas ornaments. So people could just walk by and grab one. Over 400 masks, all paid for out of her pocket as a doctor's office employee. So that's really nice of you. And this kind of stuff's happening everywhere. But here's just one more small um, piece of evidence that air pollution in major world cities has dropped by as much as 60% during all the shutdown. Like the world is healing itself. You keep hearing that, but it's true. There is a group called IQ Air. It's a global leader in air quality data and solutions, which who wants to get into that business? What do you want to do when you grow up? Well, I want to be a leader in quality air data and solutions. Uh, anyway, they published this COVID-19 air quality report that showed that 10 major cities, global cities, have dropped by as much as 60% during these global uh, mandated government shutdowns by COVID-19. So most of these were like overseas. Like Let's see, an automobile-dependent Los Angeles saw its longest streak of clean air on record during the lockdown. The f- uh, fine particle pollution in LA was down by 31% compared to 2019 and down 51% when compared to previous four-year average. New York City saw an average drop of 25%. I wonder why it wasn't as much as LA. Probably because LA drives so much more. But anyway, so like that that kind of stuff's happening as we're just chilling on the inside. So it is a positive. And let me leave you with a made me laugh. I, like we haven't heard enough Carol Baskin songs. I got another one for you. I do. What a fun way to go out on a Friday. Just a few short weeks ago, everything was going great, but little did we know that a Chinese man was making a meal out of a bat. Then they shut down the borders and they shut down the bars and all the honky-tonks where we were picking guitars and the whole world became obsessed with giant cats. Now everybody hates that bitch Carol Baskin. God knows the truth, but none of us can ask him. Ligamy has become okay. A little bit of meth and tigers makes a straight dude gay. That bitch Carol Baskin's the one that got away. Of course, that video is up in the show notes right now for you to go check out. Okay, I'm going to go have COVID-19 over here, I think. I'm fine. It's fine. Uh, okay, take the survey, would you, this weekend or right now would be even better. Survey.certifiedmamasboy.com. Um, I, again, I'm only going to leave up through Friday So because i got to analyze the data. That's my job now, too, to analyze data. Uh, Monday, Kramer. Nope. Monday cheese may what we're calling it we can't call it the KC word um, but come back for that because it's the story of what that big secret was that I was keeping from you when I you know in January I told you there's something really big happening uh, we'll do that Monday okay have a great weekend and I will see you back here then remember you can call or text the show anytime 888 Kramer 8 that's Kramer with a K hi Kramer I'm calling from San Diego I just finished um, listening to your Am I an asshole segment? To be honest with you, the first time I heard you on Channel 933, I thought you were obnoxious. And I didn't like the fact that you were always mentioning how Spirit was doing marijuana. So I thought that was just weird and awkward. But 
listening to you every day, every morning with Gina and Jess and Steven and Sam and Chris um, grew on me and I ended up liking you. So I thought you were an asshole, but you turned out to be a great guy. So I don't know. Just um, just um, my input there. But um, I love your podcast. Keep going. Hi. Hi, Kramer. This is Bianca Lavista. Just wanted to let you know that I did the survey and I'm really hoping that you do continue to produce new episodes every day because I love your podcast and I love you. I love your mom. You guys are awesome. I look forward to it every day and I'm so addicted to your podcast. So hopefully you will continue to do it every day. Um, keep it going. Keep your chin up. You're awesome. So uh, have a good day and I hope to listen to the next one. Love you forever. Bye. Okay, that's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.